This is the Cascade Hiker Podcast. Find us over at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. I'm a country boy with the soft side. My heart wanders up north to the hillside. Now I've never made anyone quite as beautiful as you. I'm your host, Rudy Gets It. I'm here to inspire you to get out on the trail. You putting in two-mile hikes, five-mile hikes? Are you still on the couch? Come on, let's go on a backpacking trip. I'm going to introduce you to some folks that have done that and a whole lot more. All right, next on the Cascade Hiker Podcast, what's your name and where are you from? Hi, my name is Jennifer Mavis, and I'm from Seattle, Washington. Right on, but I thought you were homeless. What's, what's going on? You, you've, uh, you decided to, last you were on was episode 75, and I think we talked back in August, and uh, you had mentioned at the very end that you had a goal to hike the Pacific Crest Trail. Yeah, that's right. So I start in about a month. And um, yeah, right now I'm just uh, couch surfing um, until I leave for the PCT. Right on. Well, right before we got on here, I was watching a bunch of your YouTube stuff. I, I was getting a little lost in there. Uh, you got some good content, uh, just kind of more more or less like good, good to kind of get to know you type stuff and um, uh, looking forward to seeing a lot more. Um, one thing that uh, that I noticed, because I, I know because I, um, I follow you on social media, that you moved out of your um, your condo and man, it looked awesome in the pictures and stuff. You, you seem pretty sad about that. But that does that kind of uh, bring a reality to your upcoming hike? Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I live right next to Pike Place Market, you know, in downtown Seattle. And when I moved in here um, over a year ago, or moved into that spot over a year ago, I didn't think that I would be leaving for a few years. So when I decided to hike the PCT, um, obviously I wouldn't be able to afford rent for, you know, six months. So having to move out of, you know, like my dream condo uh, made me hike uh, the PCT pretty surreal. Yeah, but priorities, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and plus your videos. I mean, I, I would assume that uh, because you've been putting out a lot of good content on YouTube as far as where you're at in your preparation and, and um, some of the things that have come up since in between, um, I would assume that mentally you're already pretty prepared, right? Yeah, for the most part. Um, and once I did finally move out, it made you know me hiking become that much more real, like, okay, I'm doing it. So actually moving out really did help me, you know, get into the mindset that, you know, this is actually happening. (laughs) So um, I'm pretty excited, you know, I'm starting to get a little bit nervous, but for the most part, I feel pretty ready to start. Oh, yeah, I bet. Um, One thing that uh, that I did was I reached out to some some of the the folks that listen to the show on my Facebook group. And um, I know you kind of saw those already uh, because you're on that group, but uh, uh, one of the things, uh, Josh Minnick, who actually uh, interviewed me on his own his own podcast, the uh, Good Talk Josh podcast, um, he wants to know if your dad has a trail name. What is with that? <laughs> yeah, all right. So um, my dad has decided to do the first 100 miles with me, oh, so basically nice. the first section of the PCT. And I think partly because um, – He's really nervous about me hiking it alone, <laughs> so I think this is going to help him get a better idea of like the trail community and what I will actually be experiencing. But um, he does not have a trail name yet, but I'm sure he's going to get one uh, pretty quickly. He's a he's a former Green Beret, so he's very familiar with backpacking and and um, 
being out in that kind of environment. And it's been a lot of fun, like planning with him because he's so intense and extreme with his like special forces <laughs> training. And I have to keep reminding him that this is not like some, some mission yeah. <laughs> like that we're going on, but he's going to probably be just making all of these friends. He's already talking about all the whiskey he's going to be bringing and his slingshots and all of that. So <laughs> it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but no, no trail name for him yet. So, <laughs> right. Um, what, uh, what part of the country is he living? Because I know you were originally from, I believe it was Reno we talked about in our first episode, and now you're up in Seattle. Uh, where is he from? Right. So, well, he's from uh, New York, uh, New York City, but he lives in Reno. So. Okay, so it's a hop, skip, and a jump for him down there. Right. Yeah, and, and you know, and if this first section goes well, he's going to plan on connecting with me in, like, the Sierra Nevada, since that's pretty close to home. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that'll be cool. Even if it's just for like a, a quick day or a weekend or something, he should definitely at least try to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Now that he has all the gear, it's like, why not? <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I'm really interested in because uh, I just got um, my daughter's newest pack in the mail um, over the weekend. And uh, we got a, a Waymark gear company backpack. And I know that that's the pack you have as well. Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah, of course. Um so Mark, the owner of the company, is just um, just just a great um, business owner. Um, he made me a custom pack for the PCT, and he just was great when I was just talking about all the features that I wanted. So my pack is frameless, and this will be the first time that I'm you know doing a big backpacking trip with a frameless pack. But um, I love it so far. Um, and yeah, it's a 50 liter, like I said, frameless. It's pretty lightweight and it's super colorful because it is custom. So I got to put a bunch of colors on it. Just, you know, kind of fits my personality. But yeah, I'm pretty stoked to be using it on the trail. It seems pretty durable. And yeah, that's about it. But yeah, the company's based out of Salt Lake City, Utah. And um, I have nothing but good things to say about it, about the company. Yeah, I was I was really impressed with the quality of the backpack. I mean, when when I got it, I was like thinking, okay, because I, I know what my backpacks feel like, and uh, man, this those things are solid. They, they just feel I don't know. It's hard to explain over a podcast, but it just it feels so good. Exactly, and every time I like have to put it on, whether it's just moving it from point A to point B, or I'm hiking with it, it just fits my body so well, and it just seems really comfortable. And I do like my other packs. Um, you know, I have an Osprey pack and a Gregory pack, um, but you know, they have frames in them, which is great for a lot of reasons. But for some reason, this way, this Waymark gear pack is so comfortable to me that I always find myself choosing it to go hiking with over all the other packs. Nice. So. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny cause I was checking yours out. Uh, you have a, a, a YouTube video about it, and um, I was noticing all the colors you pick because my daughter, uh, <laughs> she went all out and, and kind of rainbowed the whole thing. So it's kind of yes. cool that you could do that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So hopefully she likes it. <laughs> yeah, you know, she just threw it on real quick, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it on a backpacking trip soon. Um, and then, you know, just to kind of round that off because they are a sponsor of the show, um, you know, waymarkgearcompany.com, and uh, I think their packs start at 195 bucks and 
man, they are they are really good. But I don't want to. I didn't mean to bring that into it as a as an advertisement. I just wanted to talk about that because I know that's uh, one of your one of your most recent videos. Yep. Yeah. Um, another question from the uh, the Facebook group. And it was interesting because I, I saw it on one of your YouTube videos as well uh, that you, you had your stove and you said you weren't going to be bringing that particular stove. Uh, Ken Smith was wanting to know, um, are you going to be bringing cooking gear? Are you going stove or no stove? I have decided to go stoveless. So I'll be cold soaking everything and, yeah, no, no stove for me. Is that something you've done before? I've only done it um, like a couple nights you know, maybe one night on a backpacking trip or something. So it's definitely going to be a challenge. But my mentality about that whole thing is I'm going to try it out. I already have an idea of, you know, what kind of foods I'm going to be eating. And if I'm absolutely miserable, I'm just going to order a stove or have my parents, you know, send me my stove to the next stop. So I'm not too worried about, you know, my decision there because you can always change your mind on the trail. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Have you been uh, uh, doing a lot of research on that then? Like following certain blogs or, or talking to anybody? You know what? Not too much. I mean, every single time I talk to someone who's through hiked, I ask them about, you know, what they ate, if they went stoveless or, or not. And I have, you know, you'll Google, you know, recipes for uh, stoveless backpacking trips but um, there's not too much out there that I found, but the, some of the people that I have talked to have been really helpful, and something I've heard is that, you know, some people who do start with a stove wind up, you know, ditching it later on, so. Yeah, I've heard that too. Um, I know somebody I've had on the podcast a few times is uh, Shannon Cunningham, and she writes for Must Hike, Must Eat, and she's uh, she does that a lot. She goes stoveless, and yeah, I mean... Um, Hey, if, if that's uh, if that's the thing, and, and and that's gonna save on a lot of weight, and if if you've already tried it out there, then I think that's a great idea. Yeah, so I have to definitely check her her blogs out or her stuff out if she if she writes about that, just so I can get some more ideas. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, one thing, uh, and this question's been asked before, so I don't know if, if this person saw that yet or they just know you, um, Monica Irwin. <laughs> asked, uh, you know, how does it feel to be such a badass? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> I don't know. I think um, this whole hiking community is everyone's pretty much a badass. So <laughs> I'm doing my best to blend in with everybody. <laughs> yeah, I like that answer. I, you know, I've, I've interviewed uh, so many people up till now and um, I think you're right. I think uh, everybody, in their own way, is 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 that is badass, uh, so to speak. And um, uh, but I think you know she's she's probably excited for you. Um, you know, gearing up for such a big hike after you know kind of being a week, weekend warrior type uh, in the past, and yeah. now now you're uh, you're conformed into this uh, uh, shooting for a, a hopeful uh, through hike here. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to definitely be interesting going from doing like uh, one week or two week long backpacking trips to being out there for over five months. So we'll see if I can hang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be doing a section with my daughters uh, down in the Goat Rocks, uh, hopefully in August. So if you're really ahead of time, then uh, we'll see you there. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Your yeah. daughter and I can show off our Waymark gear pack. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you'll, you'll see each other coming for miles. Um, <laughs> 
Rick Schaefer, I, I don't know if this is a joke or not, but he said, are you going to any Bigfoot sightings? And I guess what I would say with that question is, uh, you know, are you, are you concerned at all about, uh, you know, anything on the trail in your upcoming hike? Um, that's interesting. Just because some days I am, I don't find myself thinking about, you know, any fears that I have and other days it's a little bit more, uh, I'm not real. So when I do think about some of my fears, it's not really about like animals in particular or running out of water or anything like that. I think it's just more of the unknown, but that's also what excites me about the trail. So I don't have any real like exact fears at the moment, <laughs> but, um, I'm sure if I did see a Bigfoot or something that would be a legitimate scare for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, uh, people are on both sides of the fence on that one. Um, my nephew, my yeah. nephew is pretty positive. I'm going to see Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. So we'll how, see. how old is he? <laughs> um, he's 11. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if uh, Rick Schaefer might be in the, in the same age bracket there. Yeah. We don't know, but <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, so what about, uh, other people maybe out there that you might follow because I know you're a blogger. You 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 write out some blogs on your website, uh, thewhimsiclewoman.com, dot com, and okay. then with your YouTube and stuff. Are there other people that you follow? People that you read? Um, people that inspire you? Yeah, I mean my my Instagram is pretty much filled with me following with you know most people that I can find in the hiking community. It's been. Um, Lately, it's been more of people who are preparing to do a through hike as well. So there's just various people that are just preparing just like I am. And I've been really into following um, how, how they're, you know, preparing and how they're dealing with the last final details of their hike. So no one maybe like in particular, just a lot of people in the same boat as me. Yeah, that's interesting. Um because you're you're mainly talking about people that um, are just preparing for their first hike, or just the the same hike. E um, either um, there's I know there's people that I've been following who have never done a through hike before, a big one like this, I should say. Um, and then there's people who are re you know returning to do the PCT, for example, and I know that they have done it before. So just I I mean there's like hundreds of them, um, but. Yeah, and I don't know if you've heard of the website, uh, The Trek. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I like to go on there because it has, you know, blogs from, you know, past through hikers, upcoming through hikers, and I really like that website because um, it gives you an avenue into that whole hiking community. So yeah. That's, that's, that's where I do a lot of my reading from, yeah. It's good to have that, that one spot where you can get a lot of stuff. Um, I know also with the Trek, they've recently started a, a, a podcast. I'm not sure if you checked that out, but the backpacker radio podcast. Oh yes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's really good. Um, I've, I've been checking it out. I like it a lot. Um, do you listen to any other podcasts? Um, oh gosh, not so much. I remember we talked about this last time. I've been yeah. slacking on that. Someone needs to come help me out, <laughs> but yeah. I, I did listen to one of their podcasts. Oh, okay. I think the first one. What about on the trail? Do you foresee yourself, uh, you know, listening to books, listening to podcasts, music, um, reading, 
paperbacks? What what type of media are you going to intake? So that's on my list of things to do. Um, I, I do want to listen to um, podcasts and audiobooks. I thought about taking some paperback books, but uh, probably not to start. I won't do that. So I just have to finally download all of the podcasts and everything that I want to listen to. Right on. Well, yeah. I uh, don't want to uh, not. I don't want to leave this out, but uh, you know, some one of your uh, actually a few of your YouTube videos are um, really well detailed. Um, about uh, a certain surgery that you recently had. Um, can you talk about that and kind of mention, um, was that kind of a scary thing to go through, and were you worried about your upcoming hike with that? Oh, yeah. Um, so I have a lower or sciatica problems in my back, so that's kind of like my lower left back, kind of like on my hip area. And I've had like pain there for a few years, but the past, let's say, I think like six months, the pain in that area has grown and I felt it kind of going up my spine and and it was just kind of funky. And so it the pain was right where uh, my pack would sit. So I thought I would go to the doctor just to get it checked out before my you know big hike coming up. And they thought it was um, a lipoma. It's just a fatty tissue uh, tumor. And so they were like, you know what, um, we can just easily remove this. But for some reason, they, the tumor felt much deeper than normal. So instead of them being able to just remove it right there, um, I had to be put under and they had to like do an actual surgery. But when they did the surgery, it turned out I actually had a hernia in my uh, muscle fascia in my back, which is like very, very, very uncommon and so that originally my um, recovery time was about three weeks, but with this hernia, it was it became six weeks. So that's just about the time of um, when I was supposed to leave for my hike. So it was a little worrisome because you know I had a hole in my muscle fascia in my back, and I, I can't really move much right now. And it's the scar is right where my pack sits. But I think that I should be okay to go. I'm just trying to, you know, take it easy and rest and just hope for the best. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, I, I don't want to – I was going to just uh, kind of sort of change the subject. I, I shouldn't because that's such a big deal. Um, you know, I just – I can't even imagine going through that uh, just on your own without uh, everything that's happening. I mean – not to mention the fact that you said you're uh, couch surfing and stuff. It's like, oh, man, you don't even have, like, your own little sanctuary to go back to after something like that. No, not at all. And I was supposed to move, like, two days later um, after my surgery because the surgery was so abrupt. And, yeah, it was just a, it was just not good timing whatsoever. But I'm thankful that I got it done um, as soon as I did because if not – uh, starting the hike would have been a little bit more difficult to do, but yeah, it's life is a bit crazy right now, but that that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, well, talking about that, uh, I know that uh, some people feel one way or the other about this, but um, leading up to um, an attempted through hike like this, um, have you been doing any working out before the surgery or anything? Because I, I would guess if you were, that uh, that would be kind of hindered. Yeah, I, I was working out a lot, actually, 
and eating really well, you know, working out every day, just trying to get, you know, as strong and as healthy as possible before the, you know, before I left. So I was a bit frustrated when that all had to come to a stop because I, I personally have a hard time keeping up a diet if I can't work out, but I, I've been trying, you know, just because I don't want to feel like complete crap when I start my hike. But I know that the trail will get me in shape really quickly, <laughs> regardless yeah. of what I do. So yeah, I, I've been having to take it really easy. And you know, I can't work out or lift hardly anything at the moment. But um, all I'm concerned about is just making sure that you know, I can carry my pack with all the weight that I need on day one. Yeah, uh, that's good. And, you know, I, I, like I say, I've heard both sides of that. Some people feel like you really need to, and some people feel that you don't. And you've got uh, a lot of experience, so I'm not as concerned about that with you. But, uh, um, you know, it, it's just something. And, and your dad's going to be there, which is, is really cool. And it's also, it is also a help. I mean, uh, that's a big deal. I mean, you're, you're going down there. Uh, I think anybody that starts out the Pacific Crest Trail and they're completely 100% on their own, um, that's a big deal. So having your dad there is going to be huge. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited, excited about that. So we'll see how it goes. I might have to actually carry him at some point though. So we'll see <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll trade off probably, but yeah, I'm really glad that he's going to be there to start with me. I really wanted to start this on my own just for like my own, um, my own reasons, but my dad is probably the only person who I'm actually more excited that he's starting with me than I am going to be alone. So uh, yeah, it's going to be good. And then, you know, if I do have any problems with my back, you know, he'll be sure to make sure I don't push myself because I am a bit stubborn. So he, he'll keep me in check. Yeah, that's good. All right. A quick break here to spotlight, uh, Lux tents. That's a uh, Lux hiking gear.com L U X E dash hiking dash gear.com. Uh, we're going to talk about the their uh, cheapest tent that you can pick up. I mean, in price, not quality, of course. Um, that's the Mini Peak Pyramid Two Person Backpacking Tent, and uh, this is one hundred and fifteen dollars. Go to their site and check it out. Uh, like I say, luxe hiking gear dot com. There's a link in the show notes, of course. Um, you know, right now it's, I'm on the website, kind of checking it out, and um, this is a three season. Uh, you know, 2.2 pound, two person tent, you know, there's no floor. It's the, uh, um, pyramid style that Lux hiking gear does. And anyway, you know, if you really want to go cheap, cheap and lightweight, you know, check this out. I mean, this is kind of like I've been saying, uh, just the better way to go because it's a more personal relationship with the brand, um, to local, to me, company uh cottage company here and jake's a friend of mine and he's sponsoring the show so i want you guys to at least go check it out l-u-x-e dash hiking dash gear dot com thanks so much enjoy the rest of the show uh what about the the trail itself what are you most excited about or uh what do you foresee being uh kind of the highlights of your trip oh gosh Obviously, all the people I'm going to meet, I mean, you just hear about the trail family and the community and just how incredible people are out there. So I'm very excited to see, you know, what kind of relationships I form on the trail. 
But I'm also so excited about, I don't know, just kind of being free, like waking up whenever I want, not having to go to work, you know, just walking at my own pace, going about life at my own pace, and, you know, just everything I'm going to see. I'm just really, really excited about that. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, what about, I know we talked about in your first, uh, in the episode we, we had before, episode 75, um, you had mentioned that uh, your work was letting you take the time off. And is that still the case uh, as far as like no bad blood or, or how's that uh, situation? Um, it's still good. Um, if there is bad blood, no one has made it seem that way yet. <laughs> but my, my work is very supportive. And the person who approved my leave so I could do this and come back, he is a big backpacker and he's very excited about following my journey. So that's been really encouraging to know that, you know, people at work are supporting me and even excited for me. So, uh, yeah, it's, I know I'm very lucky to be able to, you know, still have my job when I come back. And so, um, I'm not going to take that for granted at all, but Right on. Uh, is, are, is there any part of the trail that you've already hiked? I know you've uh, even day hiking or anything. I know you've done a lot of, uh, you know, messing around in the Washington uh, trails. So I'm not sure. Have you done any part of the PCT in Washington or, or elsewhere? Um, I've done like, you know, like the Kendall catwalk area in Washington and um, just a couple other places, you know, where like some hikes may, you know, cross paths with the PCT for a bit in Washington, but I haven't done anything else that I know of at least in like California or Oregon. So it's pretty much going to be a new trail for me the whole way through. Well, right on. Well, uh, anything that, uh, anything else you want to bring up that I didn't ask? Let me see. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess right now. <laughs> All right. I'm, well, Pretty I, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I just uh, kind of wanted to cover it. And hopefully, uh, you'll come back on um, after you get off the trail. And uh, I wanted to to make sure to highlight to people, um, you know, gener- uh, the whimsicalwoman dot com, and then um, and then your YouTube is also the whimsical woman. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Basically, everywhere the whimsical everywhere, woman. Yeah. Instagram. There. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, and you'd mentioned in our first episode that you're you you tend to post uh, Instagram most. Is that true? Yeah, that just seems like the easiest outlet. And uh, when I am going to be on the trail, I'm going to be doing um, you know just some vlogging. So if anybody's interested in that, I, I'll be posting a lot of videos there. Hopefully. Well, right on. I, I can't wait to watch those. <laughs> yeah, be, that's probably going to be a, a lot of disaster, but. <laughs> It should be fun. It will be, yeah, and we'll get to meet your dad too. So. Oh uh, yeah, he's gonna be a character. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, exciting! Well, hey, thanks so much for coming on the Cascade Hiker Podcast. All right, thank you for having me, and I look forward to talking to you. Yeah, good luck out there. All right, that's the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to join the Patreon page. Find me at Patreon.com/slash Cascade Hiker Podcast. Also, hit me up uh, with an email, Rudy at CascadeHikerPodcast.com. Find me on Facebook. My Facebook page is Cascade Hiker Podcast. Twitter, find me at N underscore Cascade Hiking. 
And I'm Cascade Hiker Podcast on Instagram. Thanks, Whiskey Fever, for letting me use this track here, Tall Grass, off their album, Gonna Wake Up This Whole Town. Go find them at ReverbNation.com slash Whiskey Fever. Hey, see you next week. You were sweet like honey on a heartbeat. You were fine like wine in the sunshine. I could feel you coming on strong. Could never be wrong. Could never be wrong. See you're laying down in the tall grass. Playing mandolin in a white dress. So come running when I hear that song. It could never be wrong.